in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are. Welcome. I tell you what, uh, I tried to go live about 10 minutes ago, but all kinds of little technical issues, but we are set and ready to go here on Monday, September 18th, 2023. We'll be talking about Michelle. Is he going to be replacing Joe? And then also Clay Clark's live, and we're going to get into praise and prayer as well. So this can be an awesome episode. We have Clay Clark live as well as Kirk Elliott coming on. So, so uh, we kind of double book some things. So it'll be a fun show as we dig in and get the expert experts talking about different types of things. I wanted to get into uh, some of the fun stuff that we are going to be tackling today. And the first thing we're going to get into is Ted Cruz says Dems will prayer parachute in Michelle Obama, Jenison, Joe Biden. And so that's uh, really what we've been talking about. I think I was talking about this all the way back in July, that there's a lot of momentum around this. Now we have Ted Cruz kind of, uh, of, of reiterating this. Um, and if you just start looking at the negative news coming out on Joe, it's clear that when MSNBC and CNN start talking bad about Joe and letting polls come out that are negative, that they have decided to um, you know, replace Joe at some point in time. I really believe that is, is what is going to happen. Republican Texas Senator Ted Cruz predicted Monday that the Democratic Party will replace President Joe Biden with former First Lady Michelle Obama in the 2024 presidential election. Um, First Lady is a strong word, as you know. Uh, here's the scenario that I think is perhaps the most likely and most dangerous. That's a quote from, from uh, Ted Cruz. Um, Verdict with Ted Cruz podcast, and, and he says, quote, in August of 2024, the Democratic king makers jettison Joe Biden and parachute in Michelle Obama. So that's interesting. He's saying August of 2024. So I believe it's going to be way before that. I don't think it's jet jettison them in to actually for the 2024 election. I think it's going to be something they have to do way before that. Right. I think um, they're going to try to do some type of switch um, of the actual president between now and August. But this is what he's saying anyway. So this is Democrats bailing on Biden. Who could replace him? Plus RFK Jr. denied protection and ridiculous Trump gag order. So you see um, that all these you know, truth tellers are coming out and really uh, giving us a lot of information about what is going to be happening with 
Joe Biden as he is ousted, right? And uh, even Trump's talking about the 25th Amendment. So we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, see if I can find that. I think it's right here. Um, yeah, here it is. After seeing, this is Trump on Truth Social. After seeing what happened to our beautiful USA in such a short period of time, including Afghanistan, self-imposed inflation, energy independence, the horrors of the open border, no voter ID, and now $6 billion for five hostages from Iran, I ask why hasn't the Republican Party begun process of invoking the 25th Amendment against the worst, most incompetent president in the history of the United States? Crooked Joe Biden. With these facts, they would have done it to us long ago. Isn't that true? No question about it. <laughs> so now you see with people like Cruz talking about this and Trump pushing the 25th Amendment, um, but then the biggest tell is all these uh, people that are CIA deep state puppets from the media, are, are, are they would never talk bad about Joe. And now they're letting all that bad stuff come out. So that shows it's time to start preparing people to flip candidates, right? And maybe even flip presidents as soon as possible. So I think what they're going to try to do. Hunter Biden texts, emails, contradict lawyers' claim that he did not share money from businesses with dad. So we've seen these texts back but, but, but back in 2019, the text that had dad made him fork over half his salary, right? So, so we know that this is evidence, but what does the mainstream media been saying for the last six months? Without evidence. <laughs> so, so that's massive evidence right there. And we see, we see that everywhere, right? And the latest Reuters poll on Biden impeachment is awful news for the president. So again, when you see um, the, not only the, the red state, this is, this is actually red state um, in, um, broad, I mean, uh, publication, but what you see here is obviously the impeachment inquiry that's going on and everything and, and, and these new polls are actually being put out by the mainstream media too. Kevin McCarthy calls out a reporter for nonchalantly dismissing concerns about Joe Biden's involvement in Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings. Do you have any concern? Have you asked the White House any questions? You can't answer that. So I'm not going to play that right now just because of the interest of time because we have two guests coming on with, with uh, Kurt Elliott as well as Clay Clark. It's going to be awesome to have those two on, on here. Uh, bottom line, I believe he is being thrown under the bus and going to try to switch. Here's Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton acquitted on all 16 articles of impeachment. I'm sure you've seen this, but I just wanted to uh, point out a few things that maybe people missed. Because only two of the 19 Republican senators voted in favor of convicting for any article, and they're going to be on. They're not up for for re-election in the next couple years, and so they can probably get away with that, right? But uh, I think it's going to come back to haunt them, and that's a stark contrast to more than 70% of the House Republicans who impeached the Attorney General in May. If you did not see um, some of the coverage on this, it is it is amazing what the House did without going through any due process, not having any cross-examination. It was just a witch hunt, just similar to what happened with Trump. And so all that lack of due process, everything the House pushing through only in a couple hours is coming through, I'm not even having people to be able to look at the evidence. All of it was hearsay. None of it was confirmed. And yet these, these Bush Republicans in, in the House push in, to impeach him on 16 different charges, right? So they figured God, some of this has got to stick if I just throw everything in the kitchen sink at it. Well, none of them stick. But then no article received more than 14 of the required 21 votes. So what's kind of cool about this, it wasn't even close, right? 
So they 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 and they said that and all all the Republican um, Rhino magazines such as uh, the Wall Street Journal and all the Bushites, if you will, Paul Ryan's, all those guys were saying that that Paxton was done. So to get only 14 and the max of, with the required 21 shows that this was that they were not close and this is now exposed even further. You remember I talk about every week new people wake up. Now all kinds of people in Texas are waking up to the rhinos in their house. And that's a beautiful thing and they will and they will see that as a again Ken Paxton is with a one attorney general who's going after election fraud. As you know, that was the Supreme Court case that went up that they should have should have listened to. But because they they uh, because Ken Paxton is actually looking at election fraud, all the rhinos are scared to death because they're selected, not elected people as well. And so now the Bush realm of all the selected Bushites of rhinos are exposed completely in Texas. And that is a beautiful thing. Here's Iran reaps billions in payments by kidnapping Americans. It's a Westerners report. And critics say that billions paid to Iran in hostage payments has led to the funding of terrorism. And so here you go. Again, Trump had tons of, of hostages released for zero dollars. And here you have um, Joe Biden giving $16 billion to a terrorist regime. And that's where Hezbollah was in Israel, as you know, a couple months ago. And it was just amazing what these Iranian um, terrorists were doing. And they're building tunnels. It's taken years to, to build these tunnels. And we, we actually went down in them. I was you know, with Gus down there as well as Amanda and, 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 and Chris. And we went down in those, some of those tunnels that they had built. That took them like five or six years to build. And they were 90% done with the tunnel. Why? Just so they'd have one small path to basically go attack and kill as many Israel, Israelites as they could. And uh, so Hezbollah and has um, now been funded with another, and just a just billion dollars is a lot of money. And, and just think about that. It's just, it's just crazy when you, when, when you see uh, the, the continued brandonomics, the continued idiotcy of just throwing our money to foreign people, foreign foreigners all the time, which obviously causes inflation, which obviously causes um, massive debt. And the, the whole, the whole issue is a 16-year plan to destroy America that Q talked about, right? And so they're behind schedule, so they had to catch up for all four years, right? So in this two years, you're seeing everything that Hillary was going to do over an eight-year period. They need to try to take care of in four years, and they're doing everything they possibly can. Here's Joe Biden's email aliases, escorted phone numbers of top U.S. officials to Hunter. So this is part of just again this throwing Joe under the bus, making sure that that this effect that we know is aliases, and um, this is going to scare Obama to death because he used aliases as well. We know that from all the Q drops and ever the research that was done there. And so here's some of the aliases that he was using. He was using Peter Henderson. It was 67 Stingray at GMX.com, and his, and he actually he was said, hey, even though it was Joe Biden sending emails back and forth. He was going. He was going as Peter Henderson. He also went for his Robin Ware. Robin Ware four five six at gmail.com. But then look at this. This one's probably the most important one. It's Robert L. Peters, which is Robert L. Peters at pci.gov. It was a government account. So we're getting into some deep things here as we start seeing these aliases that Biden used. Again, this is more more examples, in my opinion, of exactly what they're doing to try to sink this uh, this entire administration down and 
we will we will see a, a switch, I believe, and even an unconstitutional switch, where they will try to get Michelle or Gavin Newsom in somehow, some way. Maybe bring as, as they get Joe out on the Twenty Fifth Amendment, which probably the Democrats may even do eventually, right? Or they um, somehow assassin have him assassinated, right? As we know, it's probably the the Biden already anyway. Some actor that's being exposed. But I tell you what, it is going to be exciting to watch them squirm and try to get Joe out of there and try to replace it with one of their other puppets. And it's not going to work real well for him, I don't believe, as we stand up and say no. And we can call that down by the authority we have in Christ as well as a digital soldier. Right, so we'll be continuing to talk about that as we move forward. Here's Donald Trump again saying, if you cheat on elections in today's failing USA, you have no problem. If you look to find the cheaters, they indict you and call you a conspiracy theorist. Only in America. Right? Boy, is that truth right there. Right? <laughs> on the Truth Social, he's telling truth. You know, it's one perfect name for that platform. <laughs> Oftentimes, when I see something, I'm going, oh man, and I just like that, like the Ford and hashtag truth. Like, that is such truth. But then, you know, it's like that's the, the platform name too. So, kind of an interesting choice there. We talked about him really pushing the, the 25th Amendment as well. Here's as Marines continue to search for F 35. After mishap, officials ordered two-day stand-on for all jets. So the Marine Corps commandment said he has full confidence in the aviation units. They literally have a missing F-35. <laughs> it's like an extremely expensive plane. And the fact that that has happened is, is really interesting. And the fact that this was out in the open, in the media, um, you know, just, just who, what's really going on here. It's kind of hard to tell when we're in this movie that the deep state's playing out and they're count, being counteracted in the information war by the white hats. And then you've got God just confusing them and, and throwing them uh, all kinds of curveballs. <laughs> so it's, this is the time to live by faith and not sight. That's why we keep talking about that. It is vital that we keep doing that. And it looks like uh, Kirk is late, so we might we might be able to get through all this news after all. California suit against Chevron, Exxon, Shell, others alleges public deception on climate change. So this is this is one of their weapons that they may try to use as they're trying to get anything to stick on the wall. The old monkeypox thing didn't work. You know, the whole the, now, now they're coming out this new variant trying to lock us down. That's not working well for them because so many people are saying, I will not comply. That's exactly right. And since and since we they, we won't comply, that puts them in a pickle, a real big pickle as they try. So now what are they going to try? They're, I think they're going to try climate change. Climate change emergency. Oh my goodness. Everything's a, a huge problem. Um, all these weather problems that God's using to kind of show us that he's interacting in this situation. Um, they're going to use to try to say, oh, we have a climate change emergency. And California is going all the way to suing Chevron, Exxon, Shell, and others, which is kind of funny because they're all part of the cabal anyway. So it's, this is just a big movie of, of climate change alarmists trying to, um, trying to get everybody worried and worked up to see if they can get something else to stick to, to you know, justify lockdowns or justify martial law to anything to not have an election with Trump. If they can't knock him out of the, with the indictments and they can't get him unpopular by pushing people like DeSantis, then uh, they're in trouble. And now that Joe is falling so far in his popularity and so is Kamala's even worse, now they're going, oh my goodness, we have to do a flip. 
And uh, that is going to just expose them all the more. And more people are going to wake up as a beautiful part, right? Here's House Republicans release short-term bill to avert government shutdown until October 31st. Uh, again, you would look at this initially and you just go, well, there's the Republicans giving Joe Biden all the funding he needs again and just kicking this down the road. But what's interesting about this, it, this one has teeth. And so, um, but it, uh, people are saying that because it has teeth, it will never pass the Senate. So therefore, the end of the month here, in the end of September, you know, again, we're and remember we're in the feast days. We're in the high holy days right now. If you missed it, uh, I think you'd really love if you'd go back to the uh, the Friday night show where we actually celebrated Rosh Hashanah, the the, the, the biblical New Year, uh, New Beginnings. It's talking about, and we really taught exactly what all that means. We blew the shofar. We did. We taught on the four noises or sounds of the shofar, and each one of those. Um, and we ate apples with honey to, to, for, the, for the sweetness of the new year. Threw some water, I mean, some, some, some of our breadcrumbs in water, which was basically throwing our sins into the, the blood of Christ that, that sort of like forgives those sins, if you will. So we applied it all to the New Testament and Jesus in the future. And I think you really enjoyed that. And then we taught on Revelation 20, the, the, most, the most controversial um, chapter in all the Bible. Um, on Sunday, so it was like a two-hour service because uh, because it had, well, there was so much detail and so many, and I gave all perspectives on it. I think you really enjoyed that Sunday service as well, uh, Word and Worship on Sunday. Um, I tell you what, it, but the, we are in now the High Holy Days, and we will be, be celebrating next Sunday um, when we get into the most holy day of the year, which is Yom Kippur. So that's what we'll be celebrating um, this Sunday. Um, okay. Now, because of the 10 days will be up from Friday, last Friday when we celebrated um, Rosh Hashanah and the 10 days of awe all the way to Yom Kippur. Um, so I think you really enjoy that. And again, we apply everything to the New Testament and to the future that we're studying in Revelation. And tonight we're gonna go over Revelation 21, by the way. So, so hang your hats on that one. This is a, the, the new heaven, the new earth, the new Jerusalem. You're gonna enjoy this one. Um, here's Soros back, Joe Biden, TikTok, influencers so here we are you have tiktok influencers and they're being paid to basically talk good about joe biden <laughs> by who of course it's soros soros and all the funding right that is again the, the if you get back to the puppet masters that have the puppets so you have the puppets like people like joe biden right and pelosi and then you have the puppet masters are people like the rothschilds and all these world economic forum people including george soros and so that's how you really have to look about this. And if you really want to know who's trying to take the country down using Solinsky tactics, George Soros, Bill Gates, these are the these are the names that are, are very obvious. And now we see that TikTok, which is highly censoring. By the way, you had I think you had to get like a thousand followers before you can do a live video, right? And I finally got my thousand followers. I set a TikTok up. And my first live video, I was one minute into it. And they and they literally dropped it. They censored it, stopped it, dropped it, killed it, while I was live, <laughs> because I was just talking about Clay Clark and the reawakened to her. And so that is how much censorship there is on this communist CCP platform of TikTok. And so if you, some people really enjoy that TikTok, but just 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 understand, you're not going to get truth on TikTok. Okay, uh, it's massively massively censored. I think Derek Johnson just got knocked off last week as well. Completely lost 30,000 subscribers, just like I got knocked out with the 48,000 subscribers on Facebook last week as well. Here we have um, Kash Patel sues FBI director, former 
Trump DOJ official for allegedly targeting personal records. So this is the White Hats fighting back. Cash Patel has a new book out, by the way, called Government Gangsters, and uh, it lists all the names. And he even said that there's that you'll be surprised by some of the names and many of the names that he's calling out as basically the deep state as part of this cabal. And many of them that fought against all their things they were trying to do in the Trump administration. Many, most, he said, more names are Republicans than Democrats. That's how deep this swamp is and how, how sly it is. And so Cash Patel using a law feller back at them, as you can see here, and also um, and also with the government gangsters as a book. And that, and that was supposed to come out like eight or nine months ago. But the Biden administration did everything they could to delay it because it former you have to have it proved because if you're it's usually just kind of a red stamp and just making sure there's not any any uh, you know um, confidential information that's being in the book etc but it should have should have been out many many years. so they had to sue to even get the book out so government gangsters by cash Patel go check that out I think you really will enjoy that as well mortgage application volume tumbles to the lowest levels in nearly 30 years as home costs soar. So you have not only home costs soar, you have the Federal Reserve raised interest rates 11 times since March of 2022. 11 times. And so in its battle to curb inflation, which has led to higher mortgage rates. This is all the 16-year 16 16 year plan to destroy America, right? You had eight years of Obama, and it was supposed to be eight years of Hillary. Trump threw a huge monkey wrench in that. And now they're having to do everything they can to destroy this nation and do do what uh, what Hillary is going to do in eight years, in four years, and uh, that is uh, becoming so. Uh, and what, what, how beautiful is that? Just think how this how just think how brilliant the omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent God is. <laughs> we we all wanted you know the military to come in and, and take care of this five four or five years ago, but look what he's done. He he put Trump in there to just show what a good economy is no war oh. and then all of a sudden he puts joe in there and everything just falls apart right in front of everybody's eyes and so there, there's 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 just not many people that just aren't incredibly glued into rachel maddow and anderson cooper that that are not seeing the craziness and and i even saw rappers um just uh, many many rappers just are are, are singing about trump Right and with <laughs> crazy swear words and everything, but 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 again, so all parts of different parts of societies all coming in to in alignment. That's what this is all about. Trump's job is not to expose the vaccines, as an example. Trump's job is to remain popular, right, so that they can unite the country around that. And it's our jobs to expose the vaccine, not not Trump's, right? It's our jobs to expose expose everything that Trump can't talk about that would d destroy his popularity, right? He did not talk about a lot about election fraud early on compared to, 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 to what we can now, and, and he's fighting with us. He'll fight with us on the vaccines eventually, but right now you cannot take everything. Remember, he's having to play a role, just like General Flynn is having to play a role. When General Flynn sits there and goes, where we go one, we go all, and with his whole family, and uh, and is it's clearly on the on the Q train, and then he starts talking bad about Q. He's playing a role. He's having realizing for his role is to get people involved at the local level. If you go to any reawaken tour, you're going to hear that probably 30, 40 times from General Flynn. Get involved at the local level. That's his role, right? So his role is not to push Q. And so 
So I know people like Shady and Matrix are extremely upset about this because that's their whole platform. And I'm proud of them that they've stayed on it and stayed on that truth of that. But they can't. But in my opinion, they shouldn't. They should just back off the Flins and the Flins and and the other actors like Roger Stone as well. And they're attacking heavily right now. They, in my opinion, they should be backing off that because everyone has a role. And remember, Roger Stone just came to Christ um, in the, over the last two years. Right? So what he did before then may be quite, quite different than what he would do now and what his role is in this movie to take these people down. So you see mortgage applications going way down, and um, that is, that is a, a big, a big, big um, killer to the economy. Anytime you have way high mortgage rates and high real estate prices, um, the, the real estate becomes non-liquid. We've talked about that, right? If you own a bunch of real estate, you might be worth a ton of money, but you can't get your money out because there's nobody can buy because the interest rates are so high, right? And then you're, even if your value goes up, which is you know a good thing if you're investing, but you can't sell it. So it becomes a huge problem. And that's why um, when it comes to any assets that you may have, you gotta really think through liquidity as one of the major issues, not to mention the upside of the Babylonian financial system crashing and precious metals finally not being completely suppressed. So remember, that's what happens to precious metals right now. They are completely suppressed by derivatives, they call them. Just go research it a little bit and you'll see massive Bank of America, JP Morgan, putting massive derivatives on silver and gold to keep it down, right? When that crashes, guys, watch out. When the Babylonian system gets switched, watch out. That's why I keep telling you, do not miss this opportunity. It's silly not to have at least a little silver or gold, okay? And where you get it, I don't care. But if you want to do something with 401ks or larger transactions, whether you're international or, or here in the United States, make sure you get the free consultation at least with, 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 with uh, Kirk to tell whatever you have and whatever strategy you could use, you can actually um, get some great advice free of charge. Right? And that's why I partnered with Kirk. He comes to all the Reawaken tours. He's an on-fire believer. He gives heavily to the Lord every year. We talked about that in the interview I had with him yesterday, I mean, uh, last Monday. And uh, you can see the page he has for me, kirkelliotphd.com slash B2T. The link's down below in, in, in the show notes, right? And I'm sorry, not in the show notes, in the, in the description of this video. And, uh, but it's easier to just call him and uh, get on his calendar as soon as possible because sometimes these things take three to four weeks to happen, especially if you're moving over IRAs or 401ks. Right, 720-605-3900. So give Kirk a call, 720-605-3900, and let him know that Rick B2T sent you. It'll help you get prioritized and get uh, a free consultation as soon as possible. Just smart, guys, to understand what precious metals can do. It's liquid, has extremely great upside, and um, more importantly, it's a way to protect your wealth with real asset that uh, when this dollar inflation continues to, to, to climb, you're not losing money on that. Not to mention it's not safe to have stuff in banks. If you look at stocks, bonds, cash in the bank, it's all dangerous now. So get into safety, call Kirk and get a, get, get a free consultation. Here's a CDC rolls out a mild, wild to mild campaign to hype flu vaccines for adults, pregnant women and kids. And guys, I'm telling you, after I went to the um, two-day conference with Robert, I mean with, I'm sorry, the two-day conference with uh, um, 
Dr. Artis as well as a Dr. and it was A-G-E-S, right? Dr. Smith, uh, Dr. Agis, uh, um, they're just beautiful, beautiful people and Judy Mikovits was there and all these brilliant, um, I guess, functional doctor, integrated medicine people, uh, naturalists, and, and, and the exposure on these vaccines is incredible. And it's something that I would, I, would, I would ask everyone to do your own research on because they literally are trying to cause miscarriages. They literally are killing people. They literally are giving people into microcarditis. It's pretty much affecting all parts of your body. Dr. Mercola did a, of the wellness company did a, did a, a, a round table um, with a bunch of, a bunch of other doctors and it was a phenomenal to see the truth about this is, is coming out worldwide. Worldwide, this is waking up everyone. Now, just think about a doctor, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to this this uh, other view here for a second and talk about this. Just think, just think about if you're a doctor, okay, and you got the shot yourself. Most of them did, right? And you recommended to all your patients to get the shots, and you recommended your friends and family to get the shot. What do you when you find this out? What what are you gonna do? When you find out that this is literally causing neurological problems, it's causing heart and myocarditis problems, it's causing problems psychologically with people, massive psychological problems. This it's causing, and it's actually this mRNA goes to every cell and every system in your body. So, so you have to admit that you were wrong and that you recommended to your own family members and own friends and not to mention your patients. This is why the doctors don't even want to talk about it. Okay, so we need to pray for their strength and wisdom and that they come out and tell the truth. And there's many, many doctors starting to do that now because it's undeniable information coming out. So let's pray for them. Pray for their boldness so the truth can come out of this, this is really this modern day Holocaust. It is, it is crazy, crazy what's going on with this. Um, let's, let's continue on some, some other news and then we're going to get into... The other thing I wanted to show you here was Matt Gates. Matt Gates looks like looks like he is going to. He's 100% in. Matt Gates widely expected to run for Florida governor in 2026 to take out DeSantis. Wouldn't that be awesome? That's what DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis should have come on board to unite the Republican Party. Instead, he let all the rhinos and the Con Incorporated, you know, conservative, conservative Incorporated, the Con Incorporated, all that money, all the rhino money, all the Bush type, Paul Ryan type money all going to him, right? And uh, it's failed miserably. And it, but it's exposed it and woke up more people to what really DeSantis is all about and what some of these other people are about. So now Matt Gates looks like um, he may be, he said, he, said, he said that my number one objective though is to get Trump elected in 2024. So I thought that was pretty admirable of him as he's fighting and it's pretty cool to see Mr. Matt Gates uh, being in the fight there. That'll be a beautiful thing. And um, as we see the CDC doing all these things, like r rolling out these vi the, the, these flu shots, and if you go back to all the childhood vaccines, one thing I learned from Dr. Mercola is that not one of them had placebos, true placebos, as part of their trials for any childhood vaccine. So this is crazy. This is, and they always talk about, oh, it's going to be double-blinded placebo for, for any, uh, you know, natural thing or whatever but but then they didn't have any done it themselves for all the, the these massive childhood vaccines this is an industry of making people sick 
and uh, they, we, we eventually have to get this word out. And thank you for the doctors that are going to be bold to do this, such as you know, and all the all the other health professionals too, or just people that are part of this movement, such as Ty and Charlene Bollinger, um, as well as Mikovits, as well as uh, all of these uh, these many who we had in the show here. Uh, tell them the truth about what's going on with big pharma and the medical cartel. It is it is it is atrocious what's going on. By the way, Julie Mikovits was interviewed by Rob at this conference, and so that is now on the um, the IMP Frame Pain Free podcast. But also you can find it on if you just go look at the Brighteon channel, Brighteon TV, Brighteon.com, and you search on My Faith and Health. It's a My Faith and Health podcast. It'll be in the show notes. Rudy Mikovich is, re- is interviewed by my brother Rob. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, 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 what's coming up. We got Clay Clark coming on the show here shortly. Um, maybe in two or three minutes, we'll see if we can get Clay on at that time. And then we have Brian Artis coming on tomorrow night, as well as Aaron Antis coming on Wednesday night. So we got three guests uh, coming on Monday, uh, uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Brian Artis is going to give an update on that conference that was just so beautifully done. And Mel Kay's coming on as well as Trey Smith. Exciting times coming on Blessed T Show. Don't miss those. All right, so there was a prophetic word called the Great Silencer coming out from Julie Green this morning. We'll get through some of this until Clay comes on. Okay, this is a relatively short one, and we might be able to finish it up. So this is the Great Silencer. My children, I'm about to silence your enemy. Yes. I will say these words again. I'm about to silence your enemy. Do you remember what I did for my son while he was in the lion's den? I shut those mouths. And I see, I see Clay coming on already. So we'll, we'll go get back to this in a little bit. So Clay, when you got your sound working, just give me a thumbs up and we'll bring you on. Um, all right, he is, he is set. So, so Clay, uh, how are you doing today? We still don't have your sound. It looks like you're still muted. I'll put ask to unmute there for the, your staff. Okay. Uh, can you hear me now? Gotcha. We gotcha. All right. Hey, appreciate I, it. It's been a while since you've been on. and it's a thank great. You. I, I tried to mute myself to improve the quality of the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. We, uh, so I think we have you for 30 minutes. Is that right? So we'll. Yes, sir. We'll dig into this. And so um, it was beautiful in Las Vegas. I know I haven't been able to talk to you since then. Um, a fantastic show. You got another one coming up in Miami. So can can you give us just a little bit of an update on uh, yep. the Reawaken tour and how people can get tickets to start out so that we don't miss that part. Yeah, well, I have a, you know five big updates as far as the tour goes that I think everyone needs to know. Um, one is President Trump's entire uh, inner circle is now on the on the tour. You know, so when you look at like his chief legal um, spokesperson or chief legal person, that would be Alina Haba, his chief attorney. She's on the tour. Uh, Cash Patel, this is also a chief legal advisor. Cash is on the tour. Uh, Eric Trump, uh, Don Jr. Uh, Laura Trump, that's Eric's wife. Um, I mean, General Flynn, Mike Lindell. So if, if Trump returns to uh, the White House, and we, and we all want him to, and we all believe that's going to happen, um, the people that will be in the White House in the Oval Office with him are on the tour. And so it really is a wonderful opportunity for um, your listeners to hear directly from these people. 
and as you and Gus know, a lot of the speakers are very generous with their time because they, they want to save the country. So a lot of them will go out and meet everybody, you know, and they'll shake hands. And then we also do backstage pass winners. So, one, if you want to meet Trump's inner circle and, and connect with them and, and pray for them, a great way to do it is to go to the Reawaken America Tour. And we have the event coming up in October. So update number two, we're going to October. Um, that's uh, timetofreeamerica.com. That's the website. It's October. We'll be going to uh, Miami, Florida, October 13th and 14th. That's at the Trump Doral uh, Resort in a Golf Course. And then December 15th, that's December, the month of Christ. Uh, December, we'll be going to Tulare, California, which is just outside of Fresno. Uh, update number three, I have no idea where we're going. I never know. Yeah, I never know. I talked to Eric the other day, and uh, Eric and General Flynn have, have asked if we can go to certain places on the on the uh, on the, the the map, I guess, for to get the message out, and we're going to do that. I think that says a lot about the caliber of the speakers that uh, Eric Trump and General Flynn are directly involved in selecting those locations. So I don't know where we're going after California, but I do know as of right now, as of today, if you type in uh, days until the account, uh, type in countdown. Um, until the U.S. election. So countdown um, until the U.S. election. Uh, this is to the U.S. election 2024. Um, you'll see there's a little countdown clocks you have here. And in our office, those are on at all times. And so right now, um, I know that this, you know, God has uh, called us all to do what we can to save this nation. And we got 413 days left. So over these next 413 days, uh, we'll be going to other locations. I don't know where those are going to be there. So, again, update number one, Trump's inner circle will be there. Update number two, the actual locations. We just talked about that to Larry, California in December, October, Miami. Um, three, 413 days left, and uh, we're going to be going to, to a few more places. I don't know where that's going to be. It's wherever uh, the, the Trump team needs us to go. Update number four, and this is some big stuff here, is uh, on the Reawaken tour, it's really exciting to see this. It's been a big prayer of mine. You're seeing the pastors, the prophets, and the political people all on the same stage now. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, and this isn't a backhanded compliment about your show. You guys have never shied away from talking about the biblical implications of what's going on and in fact you start there and in there that's where you start but for a lot of people in the political world they never consider the bible mm -hmm. because they don't and so now i'm starting to see more of the inner circle talk about the book of daniel talking about the book of revelation talking about um the issues of the day from a biblical perspective so that's powerful and then final thing i'll tell you is that all, all of our events we do have praise and worship we have baptisms and that's a big thing and i don't want to exaggerate the number of baptisms but all i can say is um, some of the people that actually lead the baptisms have told me now we've baptized more than 4,000 people on the Reawaken America tour so far in person. So that's a pretty incredible thing. And so um, I see a lot of people that come to the event, and they come to the event because they want to see Eric Trump or they want to see mm -hmm. Michael Lindell, but they end up being baptized. And I, <laughs> I love it. Because they're wet, and yeah. they'll say to me, I never even thought I was going to be baptized. I hadn't thought about that at all. And after the, the case was laid out by these speakers about what's going on, I recognize I need to repent and get right with God. And so to me, that's the highlight of these events. And I just encourage everybody out there, if you've been praying for the tour, if you've been praying for Blessed to Teach, um, your broadcast is reaching many, many people all over the country, and you're getting into new uh, territory, new ground. You're reaching a new audience when you come to these events. A lot of folks have never heard your program or discovering you there, and you're told, your whole team is first class. So mm -hmm. thank you for allowing me to be on this uh, program to give you some updates. No, it's awesome. It is awesome. And, and I tell you what, you had Roseanne Barr. Uh, as you, you want to talk a little about that? That's kind of an interesting yeah. addition. 
Well, let me just say that this is what's this is my my formula, my secret formula, is um anybody who's who's seeking the truth and is speaking the truth, I want to have a rendezvous with them. You know, so just mm-hmm. just uh, uh, six months ago, maybe it's longer than that, but six months ago, may he rest in peace, my good friend Dr. Rashid Batar, mm-hmm. uh, he. Uh, was a client of mine, by the way. Just for people out there that don't know, if you go to wow. thrivetimeshow.com, you know, I work with business owners to help them grow. Rashid's a client of mine, a friend of mine, okay? And Dr. Rashid is Muslim, okay? Mm-hmm. Just let's make sure we get this right. idea. He's a Muslim doctor, and he's out there telling people, do not take these RNA-modifying nanotechnology shots because in these shots, they have lipid nanoparticles. That's a fat cell that can deliver nanotechnology. Don't take the mRNA-modifying nanotechnology. And I said, Rashid, I agree with you. Can you come speak on the Reawakened Tour? Could you speak? And a lot of Christians, a lot of Christians, not your listeners, thankfully, but a lot of Christians were at the event, and they said, why are you bringing a Muslim on the tour? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, we got him closer to the baptism tr- you know, trough there. He's clo- <laughs> That's true. And back, No, I'm not kidding. And backstage, I was always talking to Rashid about Jesus and the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. Also, yeah. Dr. Zelenko, may he rest in peace. Not exaggerating at all. He turns to me. Some of these stories are so wild, they don't seem believable. But people like yourself and Gus who've seen this, you can kind of picture this. Or maybe you even heard the conversations. But Zelenko's off, sta- off to the side of the stage. And he looks at me, and he could barely talk at this point. He has one lung. He's got severe cancer. He says to me, he says, Clay, I think those shots have the potential to be like Mark of the Beast technology. I think that's that's what they're, if they're allowed. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it could be the first step. It could be on the path to that. And I said, so are you telling me you're reading the New Testament, Zelenko? Because he's a Jewish guy. And he says, well, yeah. And, and that's the kind of stuff that, um, is happening at the tour and so I, I just try to get the truth tellers and so Roseanne you know she wanted to speak at our events and we don't we never have time for all the speakers I have we have 77 speakers over two days and you know how bad I feel turning down a household name I don't have a spot for this wonderful person and so at every event I try to bring in some new people into the fold and thankfully right. the calendars worked and Roseanne uh, uh, we had a time for her she wanted to be there and uh, she got up there and talked about her walk with the Lord. Yes. <laughs> uh, talked about the power of the name of Jesus. Yes. And a lot of people didn't recognize that that was what she's all about. And she said it was her event where she came out as a Christian. Yeah, she and, came out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. So that was a. So I again, I don't give anybody a teleprompter. I don't rehearse with people. I just say, right. have the floor. So when she came out. Some people, somebody got a photo of me doing this, but when she hopped on the stage and she said, "Tonight I want to come out," I'm going. Oh, I don't know what she's gonna say. I don't know what's gonna happen. And then she delivered an incredible message and just a wonderful lady. So again, that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to lead people to Christ and do it at scale. And again, for your listeners out there, I know the mainstream media likes to report information that's not true, but let's just get it out there. Your listeners can name their price. And so I had a lady today, very discouraged. I spoke to her on the phone. And if you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you request a ticket, I'll, I'll probably call one-tenth of the people. I, I call them myself. And this lady's very discouraged. And she said, I, I wanted to come to your event, but then I heard, you know, it was like $500 a ticket. And I, and I go, where'd you hear that? She said, I was reading in the media. They, this article came out. I said, well, what happened is, just, you know, as our events, you can name your price. And what happened to at our particular events is the mainstream media asked, and, and Gus, you've probably seen this backstage, and I'm sure you have too. I invite some of the mainstream media back there, and I said, hey, 
Um, the mainstream media said, could we come to your event? I said, sure. They said, could we ride with you in your white van? They're trying to disprove that I have a white van. I drive to the events. I said, sure. You can ride in my white van with my wife and I to the <laughs> events. So we're in my white van that the, the media didn't believe exist. They thought it was some hero story or something. So they're in my white van with me and my wife and my kids, and we're driving to the event. And then they go, do you mind if we come backstage to see what it's really like? I said, sure, no problem. And what they saw is a bunch of 25-year-olds and a bunch of 30-year-olds working nonstop who love Jesus, trying to put out customer service issues. They saw a bunch of people in their late 70s who are trying to save this country that were volunteering. They saw a group of people working together, and they said, well, okay, well, you mind if we go into the audience then and ask people what they paid for a ticket, Rick? They go, can we ask? Because because we want to see what they really pay. Every time they do it like this, they go, what they really pay. They use that. <laughs> They go out there and they're asking. I'm not kidding. They're asking people. They got their clipboards and they're like, "So what'd you pay for your ticket? What'd you pay for your ticket? What'd you pay for your ticket?" Well, after asking people, the reporter comes up to me and he says, "Okay, we're fine. Every average person's paying like seventy dollars." Mm -hmm. And I said, "That's true." They go, "But one person paid five hundred." And I said, "Well, yeah, we have a limited number of VIP seats for those who want to contribute to the cause and maybe come backstage and that kind of thing. So we have a few of those." And he goes, "Yeah, and well." And then we saw another guy who was paying like seven dollars. So the media ran a story that said, "Reawaken Tour sells tickets for five hundred dollars to try to keep yeah. people coming," you know. And so, yeah. mm -hmm. and I and I told the guy, I said, "Buddy, if you're going to do a story like that, you know, you should also write that the Reawaken Tour. We had somebody at the last tour in Vegas. True story. They came up to me and they heard." that right before the event, it was on Thursday, we had that that uh, uh, Thursday night um, kind of a, a Pastors for Trump revival night. Amanda Grace was speaking, and I got contacted. I'm not trying to get you sued or me sued, but a local city official contacted me and said if we wanted the event to happen, I had to pay him $71,000 right there to cover the extra security because of the threats, you know. Oh, and so, wow. And so without hesitation... I said, okay, so my wife got a checkbook, wrote the check, that's what we did, right? Now, that's a, a big total, right? So this lady who'd heard about the situation, she walks up to me. No, no, no exaggeration, guys. These are some power. I'm just telling you this to build your faith. She walks up to me, and she says, can we talk? I said, sure. She said, I'd like to contribute to your to your cause. How much was the security? This was $71,000. She said, any other expenses that you've had? I said, well, we were told we had to get 18 air conditioning units not the original eight we were going to have by the way this would be enough to like power three whole foods these yeah. massive 40 ton air conditioning units and they want us to get 10 more they're fifteen thousand dollars a piece to rent these things wow. on top of the and we the only reason we were out at this venue is because no church no hotel no venue would let us use their venue because of the reputational risk so all of the venues rick that said we could host it, they'd all pulled back their offer so she said how much was all that i said well all in you know, my wife and I have spent about $700,000. She said, how much are you backwards right now? I said, well, we're backwards about $300,000. And she said, okay. So she comes back with her checkbook. She writes a check, and I see, and I look at it, and I'm going, no way. So I said, are you? I mean, goose, God bumps. I'm like, <laughs> are you writing me a check for $100,000 right now? She said, that's what the Lord wants me to do, but he doesn't want me to, you cannot mention my name. I just, that's what I'm supposed to do. And I go, really? She goes, yes, the Lord told me what I'm supposed to do, and I can't take it with me, and you guys are leading people to Christ, and this is what I can do, and I don't know what a soul's worth, but I want to write that check. So I go, okay, 
Well, then my wife, we get back to Tulsa. We drove 18 hours back to Tulsa after we wrapped up the event Saturday night. We took a quick shower, then headed back. We're driving. And at this point, I mean, when you've been on your feet for two days and you've lost $300,000, you're starting to, you know, there's a little bit of that. I got, you know, raccoon eyes. I got black under my eyes. You know, my kids are in the car. My son's in the car. My daughter's in the car. And I'm a little worn out. I'm listening to praise and worship music. and I'm just trying to get back home. And my wife is looking oddly chipper. And she's always chipper, but oddly chipper. Like she, like it was her birthday or something, Rick. <laughs> and I said to my wife, I said, what, what's going on? What's, what, what, what's going on there, the princess of chipperness? And she said, um, by the grace of God, we only lost $50 on the event. All these donations have been flying in. And I go, no way. So this was the most expensive event we've ever done. The one that was by far the most financially unfeasible in terms of just the math, in terms of the likelihood, in terms of just the practical, pragmatic answer. But God provided, and it was just incredible to watch that. And what happened was, is people went to timetofreeamerica.com, and they clicked on our Give, Send, Go button, and they were donating little amounts, and then people were coming up and giving checks, and then General Flynn did an offering, and it happened. So I just want to encourage people out there. It really is uh, uh, an, an, an anointed thing there, Rick, when you see that kind of thing happen. And all the glory be to God. But I just want you to know there's so many wonderful people in this country that donated $5 and $10 and hundreds of dollars. And then a lady did $100,000. And, and all these people, they all just want to wow. save the nation. So I want to give people some encouraging words there because that actually happened. And I don't think I maybe do a good enough of a job of celebrating those wonderful uh, God-fearing patriots that have done that. So I just want to get that out there tonight. Awesome, awesome. So uh, I was just trying to figure out where that button was. Is that somewhah oh, on the yeah, yeah it, there's a lawsuit I have with Eric Coomer right there. You go donate yeah. to support Clay Clark's right. finance, the lawsuit. And this is the guy who's the former head of security and strategy uh, for right. the our election system. There's the Gibson go. Or Dominion. And I want people to know this. This is a real thing. If you go to rumble.com tonight and you type in Eric Coomer deposition, everybody needs to do it on Rumble. You can watch his five hour deposition. And the guy who's suing myself and the tour for uh, defamation, by the way, defamation means to harm the good character of somebody. Okay, that's what that means. The guy who's suing me for defamation has admitted now on camera, on camera, he's admitted on camera, yes, he says, yes, he did cocaine. Yes, he did heroin. He said, mm -hmm. yes, uh, he was a member of the skinheads. He said, this is all, he said this out loud on video. He said, Yes, I put out a song advocating uh, for death to America. Yes, I put out a song uh, advocating for slaughtering the pigs. Yes, this is all this guy. He put out, he says, yes, I had multiple DUIs that led to my ultimate uh, divorce and arrest and bankruptcy. He goes on. And so he's saying now, his thing now is he's saying that everything that the reawakened tour has exposed is true, but that we've defamed him. <laughs> so how does that work? Don't you have to have a good reputation to have a reputation harmed? So I'm being sued. I've spent over a million dollars on that ongoing lawsuit. It is about $2,000 a day. Mm -hmm. And it's just an unbelievable, just a, it's like a, like a endless like drip of just harassment uh, mm -hmm. to do these events. But God's given us the grace to do it. And we wouldn't be sued, wouldn't be being sued if we weren't making a difference. And so I look at this as sort of a badge of honor right now. And we've got uh, 413 days until the election. So I'm just trying to wake people up, uh, lead people to Christ, and trying to encourage people to have that kind of boldness you find in the book of Acts.
when God really anointed um, his people with the Holy Spirit, and they went out and just dramatically changed the landscape and led people to Christ. And that's what our events are doing. They're really uh, magnifying uh, people. They're getting people more energized. They're doing the Hebrews 10.25. We're not forsaking the gathering, even as we draw closer to the end. You're starting to see a momentum of the, of the remnant rising. You're seeing a lot of young people show up at these events energized and excited we just keep picking up momentum so i just encourage people you got to come join us at time to free america.com miami in october and then december in tulare which is just outside of fresno and i guess you're going to have malik there oh no you know again i'm, I'm already taking heat on this so i'm going to bring it up now <laughs> now malik is a muslim let's just be real now let's talk about this if we as christians don't lead other people to christ what are we doing and how are we going to lead everyone to Christ if everyone that we hang around is a Christian at all times? Now, the Bible yeah. also tells us in Proverbs, don't be a companion of fools, right? Because you're going to suffer harm. That's in Proverbs. The Bible also tells us to not be conformed to the world, right? Okay, so that these are things the Bible says. So we got to read the Bible equally divided. But this is Barack Obama's brother. And yeah. he's saying out loud now, he's saying, hey, he's not hiding it. He's saying, hey, my brother is not the person that a lot of people thought he is. It thought he was, and this is very important because as you're seeing a, a narrative change right now, it looks to be a setup, kind of an alley-oop for Michelle to be introduced as a candidate. I mean, if you've seen that, are you starting to see the narrative now? <laughs> that was or the name of this episode, by the way. <laughs> That's what I named this really? episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's start have you noticed that? That all of a sudden yeah. she's showing up at places. All of a sudden the autobiography came out a while back, and now there's a documentary, and the guy who's I cannot make this up. Jack Smith, the prosecutor going after President Trump, his wife is listed as a producer on the Michelle Obama documentary. The guy who's trying to put Trump in prison, his wife is a producer of the Michelle Obama documentary. So there's a lot there. Um, I've met a lot of people on the tour so far. Uh, let's do Wayne Allen Root. He went to the same college as Barack Obama, and he said, uh, "Hey." I never met never met Barack Obama, and I don't know anybody who did meet Barack Obama. But we went to the same college, but I never met him. I don't know what classes he was in. Um, and you're starting to see more of that. So all I can say right now is we're starting to see a narrative shift, where you're starting to see an introduction of Michelle as a valid uh, candidate. And I would I would if I'm not a prophet at all, but I'm just saying it looks to me as though there's a high likelihood that Michelle Obama will be introduced as the front running a uh, Democrat candidate. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, so right now we're live, and that's where it says Michelle to replace uh, Joe on ticket. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> <Question> on. <mark. laughs> so, yeah. Awesome stuff. And, and so, so uh, I know that you have been really, really uh, awesome at letting the world know about Noah Harari. You've mm. all know Harari. So yeah. any, 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 it's been any updates on him the last few months? Yeah. Yeah, well, you got a lot of uh, big, big stuff that's breaking, and I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna play this clip here, and I want everyone to really listen with discerning ears. I want people to really listen with discerning ears. I want people to, if you can, kind of tune the world out just for a moment and try to tune in what what I'm gonna present to you, because what I'm saying has a profound implication on our our lives. Now, I want people to really listen to this, and I need you to really just kind of dial in here, um, because if if this is if this information is in fact uh, true. It's going to be pretty wild here, okay? So this is Yuval Noah Harari speaking on May 14th of 2023. Now, as he's speaking, as he's speaking, behind him is what you call the Tower of Babel. 
Okay, so as he's speaking, you can look it up on YouTube tonight. Look it up on YouTube, okay? Just type in Yuval Noah Harari Frontiers Forum. He's speaking, and as he's speaking, he has the Tower of Babel behind him on the screen. So watch this. The most important aspect of the current phase of the ongoing AI revolution is that AI is gaining mastery of language at a level that surpasses the average human ability. And by gaining mastery of language, AI is seizing the master key, unlocking the doors of all our institutions, from banks to temples. Okay, so now let's talk about this for a second. The Bible says in the beginning there was the... What was there at the very beginning? There was... What was there at the very beginning? It all started the word, the word right. The word. You've all know Harari is saying that he now has the ability to control over the word. Okay, now let's just be. I want people to really look this up and assume I have lost my mind. Everybody, follow me down the Oregon Trail here. Remember the video game. Okay, go to Revelation chapter sixteen, verse twelve, and everyone needs to flip to it, find it. It says here, and the sick. And I know somebody's driving in their car right now. Like, give me a second. I'm pulling over. Come on, give me a second. Someone's pulling over. Boop, 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 boop. They're in the shoulder. Here we go. Revelation chapter sixteen, verse twelve says, and the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Okay, now what just happened, folks? The Euphrates River dried up, and guess what just happened? The kings of the east, Russia and China, have teamed up to lead bricks. Okay, they have a military and financial relationship now. Let's go on to Revelation chapter 16, verse 13. It says, And I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, that's China, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. You've all know Harari is now called the prophet. He's praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard, and they're calling him the prophet. We continue, it says here, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth into the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Now listen to this, okay? This is very important. It says here, behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and see, and they shall see his shame. Now, so we flip forward here. Kevin Zadai. Kevin Zadai. Who says, who is that? This is a, a biblical scholar. A lot of people respect him. Kevin Zadai. Listen to what he says here in 2022. He said these words out loud. Here we go. It's gonna Because it has to do with Nimrod. Okay, so Nimrod... Nimrod was a Hakaborum, which is a in Hebrew means a mighty one, just like Goliath. Hakaborum, a mighty one. There were mighty ones on the earth in those days. So Nimrod was a Hagaborum in Hebrew. Now, when Babylon fell and God came down and confused their language, he fled. And you're not going to believe where he fled to. Ur of the Chaldees and he changed his name and you can see his initial on a symbol today in the Masons because he was the first Mason it's a G because he became Gilgamesh okay now listen to this Yuval Noah Harari was first introduced to the world by who Barack Obama and what was Yuval Noah Harari doing when he was introduced to the world by Obama? 
He was working on the Gilgamesh Project, ladies and gentlemen. So this is an obscure old video. You go to Rumble.com and search for Gilgamesh Project. You can watch it and find it. This is Yuval Noah Harari at the time that Obama found him. Listen to what he says. The Gilgamesh Project, the attempt to overcome disease, old age, and death, is the flagship of science. It serves to justify everything that science does. Whenever there is doubt, we just think about that and we say, okay, go on. More and more scholars say that what really awaits us in the future is the singularity. Now, what is the singularity? The singularity is a point in which our world of meaning collapses completely. Okay, now listen to this, okay? So when the Euphrates River dried up, what are they finding now in the bottom of the Euphrates? They're finding the remains of the Gilgamesh. What? They're finding the interment of Gilgamesh. And you've all know Harari's working on what when Obama found him? The Gilgamesh Project. This is a project to offer humans eternal life by allowing you to download your consciousness into another body, a project to merge animals with humans. It's called the Gilgamesh Project. And Gilgamesh was found at the bottom of the Euphrates when the Euphrates River dried up. And the Bible states in Revelation chapter 16 that when the Euphrates River dries up, you're going to see the false prophet show up. And who showed up? You've all know Harari showed up. And now, who is leading the protests in Israel? Who's trying to cut Israel in half right now? Yuval Noah Harari. That's yeah. what's happening, and he is praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard. So in terms of the, the timeline and where we're at, I don't ever want to leave people with discouragement, but I think a lot of us as Christians, we, we a lot of times will listen to a, a pastor or preacher. I know I was guilty of this. And you listen, but you really don't uh, maybe read it yourselves. I know your listeners read the Bible, and that's what they do. But in the Bible, it talks to us about we don't want to get to a place where we're going to lose hope. First Thessalonians, okay, chapter 4, it says here, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. Look at that word, trump. With the trump of God. What was that word? Trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall first rise, and then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. I think it's very important that we understand that Kim Clement prophesied that Trump would become a trumpet. He said Trump would become a trumpet. And in the Bible, it talks about the word Trump. That, so I believe that Donald J. Trump, this is what I believe right now based upon the prophetic and the Bible. I believe that President Donald J. Trump, according to the prophecies of Kim Clement, as well as reading the Bible, I believe that Trump has been a trumpet. I think Kim Clement said that would happen. He did. I believe that Troy said Trump will become a trumpet. He also said that Trump would build a wall of protection. That happened. He said he would restore the economy of America. That happened. He also said that Trump would be filled with the Holy Spirit and return for a second term. That part has not yet happened. Yeah. Just know when you look at Saul and the Bible, when you look at my life, or anybody else out there, if anybody else out there can relate to this, if you're struggling through finding um, Christ and, and trying to get focused, a lot of times we don't turn to Christ until the bad things happen. We don't look for a breakthrough until we have a breakdown. And I think what's happening right now is President Trump is one of the toughest, most resilient people on the planet, but he is now in taking attacks from all different angles, and I am hearing him more consistently. If you've heard his recent talks, he's been saying out loud, he's been describing these attacks as demonic. 
He's using that language. I had a wonderful opportunity to sit down with President Trump to, to watch these Kim Clement prophecies with him. And I can tell you, he knows them and knows them well. And all I could say is Trump's inner circle, as I'm getting a chance to meet these people and as, as, the, as the speakers get a chance to meet the wonderful people at our conferences, you're starting to hear more conversations that are biblical in nature about what's going on. And so I believe right now what's happening is God in his great mercy is allowing the 27% of the Bible, which is prophetic, to happen. I think we're seeing Mark chapter 13 unfold. I think we're seeing Matthew chapter 24 unfold. I think we're seeing Luke chapter 21 unfold. I think we're seeing these things unfold. And I think God that God did not write Revelation chapter 13 or Daniel chapter 2 to scare us. I think he wrote it to prepare us. And it's a wonderful time for us to share the gospel with people as we see these unfold. So I have a little free gift for all your listeners out there. If they go to timetofreeamerica.com, I have a button where I've gathered all this research that comes in from some of the top speakers as well as my own research. And if you go to timetofreeamerica.com, the button here, it says, understand the truth about the biblical timeline. There's 78 signs of the times. And what I've done is I put the video clip of these nefarious people like Yuval Noah Harari stating their thing, and then the Bible verse that corresponds with it. So in the top left, there's a tile right there that looks like the Bible. When you click that, that'll take you to that content. And it really is uh, profound when you see, like, the United Nations right now. They're calling for peace and security. They're calling for a recommitment to these sustainable development goals, a seven-year plan to Agenda 2030. You're seeing King Charles started a clock to count down to Agenda 2030, and you're talking about the need for, for peace and security, and you go, I think that's in the Bible somewhere, isn't it? And then you can scroll down and you can find the scripture that goes with it. Or when you see the Euphrates rivers drying up, you can find the scripture that goes with it. Or when you see about the Microsoft patent for the cryptocurrency that goes under the skin, you can find the scripture that goes with it. And so it really is a great Bible tool. And uh, I promise you'll have an incredible Bible study if you aggressively check that out there. So, again, I appreciate you guys for carving out time for me. And I'm just so honored uh, to know you guys and to call many of you friends. And I can tell you we really appreciate the prayers uh, so much, and uh, my wife and I and our five kids, we appreciate every single one of your listeners who chose to take time out of their schedule to listen in today. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, and if you don't mind, we'll just say a quick turbo prayer for you. Is that all right? Absolutely. Yeah, Gus, do you want to do the top end of it, and I'll uh, I'll, 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 I'll uh, finish it up? And... Yes, indeed. Father God, we thank you so much for Clay Clark, Lord. We thank you for everyone that he's describing here, Kim Clement, who goes, Lord, as you say in Amos 3 7 that surely God does nothing without declaring it first through us to us through his prophets the servants the prophets Lord so you told us through Kim Clement the things that are happening today and, and Clay does such a fantastic job of, of articulating this information Lord we know it's your spirit working through him he's got his uh, his base there he just gave us uh, the information where we can find this information to study ourselves fill ourselves with it so we can share it with others so we can warn as many people as we can and bring as many into the flock as possible lord we thank you for for the example that clay is setting we pray for his, him and his wife and and all of his children lord that you would protect them with your holy angels as he goes his way lord and and uh just continue to lead and guide him in jesus name amen Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for Clay being able to come on the show and giving us that this 30 minutes uh, of really just a download of information, Lord. And we just pray for blessings on him, his wife, his kids, especially his kids, Lord. I lift them up right now. Just protect them. Allow them to 
uh, think for themselves and not be ashamed of, of, of the truth that's coming out of uh, Clay's mouth, or the truth that's coming out of the reawakened tour, and may they just be bold warriors for Christ as they move forward in their lives. Uh, Lord, just, just uh, protect the entire family. Not only protect them, but bless them in a mighty way. I always want to pray Acts 3.19 over her about the times of refreshing. Just refresh him with the Holy Spirit right now. Allow him to have a wonderful night's sleep. Wake up with the joy of the Lord. Uh, just, just, Lord, uh, just, just continue to give him that strength and wisdom and knowledge and discernment that he needs. Allow him to know the discernment of who to have on that stage and who not to have on that stage, Lord. Give that godly wisdom and knowledge to him and to allow him to teach correctly everything that you want him to teach, Lord. We just submit him to you as clay and make him the, uh, the, the potter. Uh, as you're the potter, make him the workman of your hands, I mean, Lord. Use him in the way that you would like to use him. You've made him, and I just pray you amplify his voice like never before. And we love you, Lord, and we say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We appreciate you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you for everybody watching. I appreciate you, Jeremiah, Annette, uh, Teresa, everybody that I can't see. Thank you guys for your time. Have a great night. See you, Gus. See you, Rick. God bless right. you. See you. Bye-bye. you, brother. All right. Uh, isn't that awesome? Thank you, Gus, for, for that. Um, boy, that's a turbo half hour uh, and a lot, a lot of cool stuff there. We're going we're gonna to now get back into a little bit of breaking news and then get into a Bible study. Um, i tell you what. That, so, so this is interesting. Now, it's, it's interesting that he talks about, uh, I love how Clay just takes all this stuff. I believe a lot of that stuff that, that's pointing to Revelation, that we've been studying, we're getting about ready to get to Revelation chapter 21, right? Uh, right now. Um, and so what, what I'm, I'm going to go to to this other um, area down here so you guys can kind of get, get my point of view on some of this thing. I believe a lot of this is a prelude to what's going to happen in tribulation. Okay, There's way too many prophets talking about the best is yet to come. And we're going to have this massive time of, of revival. right? And the, the stadiums are going to be full. Um, and, and again, you just look at what's happened in Isaiah 61 or... Christ stopped before the vengeance. We're going to see the vengeance of the Lord. Psalms 2, uh, 8, and 9 I always point to about, about uh, um, ask of me and I'll give you the, the, the nation. I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. So I just want to make sure you guys understand that yes, we're going into to end times. Yes, but we have time here and we have a lot of work to do. We didn't have to become a church without spot or blemish. We have to reach all the people groups so this is not the time to settle down and wait to be raptured. It's not the way to settle down and wait for the tribulation and just hope that God takes you out. Right? This is the time that he wants us engaged with him like never before. He wants us engaged in the battle. And that means really using your authority on Christ, uh, really making sure you're in the Bible, you're worshiping, praising him. And that's what we're going to move into now is a, is a study his word and says as well as start worshiping him. Okay. And so with that, I'm going to flip over to really dig into Revelation chapter 21. If you missed Revelation chapter 20, it's probably one of the most important messages I've ever given because it's on the most controversial um, biblical scripture in, in uh, history, and that is Revelation chapter 20 because uh, um, it talks about all the deep, deep issues, right? 
and that's what I wanted to to make sure that you guys didn't miss it. That was Sunday that I went over that, right? And then if you back up to the Friday teaching, we went over Rosh Hashanah and what the real the, the beginning, what the new beginnings really means. Why we blow trumpets? Why is the feast of trumpets? What does that mean? What's the ten days of awe? All that type of stuff. That and how does it relate to the New Testament? And how does it relate to, relate to Jesus and Revelation, right? So you can go look at that as as well. So again, if you missed it. Um, let me just show you on, on chapter 20, if I go back to that, um, that was on Sunday, the thousand years, the defeat of Satan, and the, the, the judgment of the great white throne. So this talks about the second death, this talks about the first resurrection, all these topics that, that a lot of people disagree on, and I gave a perspective that wide range of what everybody's teaching there, but uh, most importantly, what does it really give us to uh, concentrate on and to give us hope, right? And that hope lands with chapter 21 where it says the new heaven and the new earth. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw this, a holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven of God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man he will dwell with them and they will be his people and god himself will be with them as their god and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall not shall be no more neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away is that going to be a beautiful time or what verse five and he was and he, and he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also, he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give the spring of the water of life with payment. Without payment. To the thirsty I will give the spring of water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have the this heritage and I will be his God and he will be my son but for the cowardly the faithless the detestable as for murderers the sexual immoral sorcerers idolaters and all liars their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur which is the second death you don't want to be part of that then this gets into the whole new Jerusalem then came one of the seven angels who have the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues and spoke to me coming, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of the heaven from God, having the glory of God, its radiance like the most rare jewel, like jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and on the gates the names of the twelve tribes of the son of Israel were inscribed. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And the one who spoke with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city and its gates and walls. The city lies four square in length, the same as its width. And he measured the city with a rod, 12,000 stadia, its length and width and height are equal. 
He also measured the walls, 144 cubits by human measurements, which also an angel's measurement. That's like a 1,380 miles, so this is not a small city. <laughs> this would be huge, <laughs> right? And it's a, it's a cube. That's what's amazing about this. He also, uh, the wall was built of jasper while the city was pure gold, like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with every kind of jewel. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth barrel, the ninth topaz, the tenth crystal phrase, the eighth, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each of the gates made up a single pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. Can you imagine the size of that pearl? <laughs> imagine these gates have to be huge, right? And a pearl, that's, a, that's, a, that's one pearl. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon or shine on it, though for the glory of God gives it light. And his lamps is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk. And the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. And the gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. There will bring into the glory and honor of the nations. But nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb books of life. So guys, this is the new heaven and the new earth, the new Jerusalem, where we be living with the Lord God Almighty. Wow, is that something to celebrate or what? All right, so we're going to get into a little bit of praise and prayer right now um, as we come back to all these verses, and I'll do a teaching on that. So it's a little bit more of a word and worship uh, tonight tonight again because I just want to make sure God wanted me to get through Revelation quickly. And we have this chapter in chapter 22 to end it on Thursday, and then we'll move in on Sunday to celebrate Yom Kippur, the most holy day of the year according to the Bible. Right, and uh, really uh, the 10 days of awe we're in now to celebrate these high holy days and how that applies to the New Testament, how it applies to Christ, how it applies to the future that we're moving into. Um, but with that, we're gonna talk about this resurrection power of Jesus, right? How beautiful that, sing to that. So this is resurrection power. So, um, hey Elizabeth, do you mind reading? I see Elizabeth's all, all her morning all the way in Australia. All ready to go, bro. It's my start of my day, so this is awesome. Uh, um, <laughs> now I have resurrection power living on the inside. Jesus, you have given us freedom. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. John 14, 12 no longer bound by sin and darkness living in the light of your goodness those who belong to christ that's us have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires galatians 5 24. jesus spoke to them saying i am the light of the world whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life john 8 12. and your holy spirit lives in me i have been redeemed you has come in him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, 
where with the uh, something with the promise Holy Spirit Ephesians 1.13 Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law and I can't get the word by becoming the curse for us in Galatians 3.13 I love it. Thank you so much. It's a lot of text to read. You did it all in that minute and a half. You're awesome. Let's sing the resurrection power. You called me from the grave by name. You called me out of all my shame. I see the old is past away. The new
is freedom. This is bless, oh my soul. This this one. I'll read this one. It's a bless the Lord, oh my soul. I worship your holy name. Now this is a. Have to let me know how the sound is out there, because sometimes uh, I, I I can probably this too loud. So just give me some feedback if you if uh, especially on Rumble, what the sound is like up there. Okay. This is, but this comes out of Psalm 103. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. You see, you are rich in love and slow to anger. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. Nahum 1.3. Your name is great. There's none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. Sing like never before, O my soul. Worship his holy name. This goes right to Psalm 30-4. Sing praises to the Lord, O you saints, and give thanks to his holy name. So let's worship this Lord. Let's worship him to say, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O my soul. Worship his holy
And my time has come Still my soul will sing your praise unending Ten thousand years and then Praise to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. Woo. Tell you, before we get to that, we're going to get into just a little bit more scripture. Um, you'd love to get some praise reports mixed in as well, but uh, let me continue on just a lot of scripture that this points to in other parts of the Bible when we start looking at Revelation 21, right? So if I just start digging in here, um, I'll tell you what I've got probably 20 scriptures to look at that I just want to that's really was special for me to kind of just look back and to see how revelation and this whole new heaven and new earth and new Jerusalem is pointed to so much in also the Old Testament and so many other places like in Romans as an example here we see 821 says that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain a freedom of the glory of the children of God that's a set, being set free from the bondage uh, that it talks about here in uh, ver, verse 1 here. You'll see, Then I see, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. It's just beautiful to see how uh, that, that we're not going to be in, in that bondage any longer. It's new heaven and new earth. is talked about elsewhere as well. You can see 2 Peter 3, it talks about waiting for and hastening the coming of this day of God because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn. But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells. 
Is that not beautiful? That is exactly what we're waiting for right now in 2 Peter 3 there. And uh, we talk about the, it also talks about here the former things not remembered, right? Um, there, and, and that kind of points you back to Isaiah 65 where it talks about the new heaven and new earth. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things shall not be remembered or a third into mind. Right? So this beautiful to have this new heaven and new earth where all that, all the former things won't even come to mind. Won't even remember it, right? <laughs> so all the hard stuff we go through here, we're going to be in such glory and such, a, such bliss that we will not even have to worry about it, right? Uh, it's beautiful. And he talks about wiping away the tears, right? And you look at Isaiah 25, 8, and it says, He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces, and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. How beautiful, right there. So we know that uh, the Old Testament's pointing to this very chapter that is, was eventually written by John um, in Revelation talking about um, the tears and you can and that can kind of continues here and 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 revelation 7 talked about it earlier right so for the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd and he will guide them into springs of living water and god will wipe away every tear from their eyes so we see that all the way back in isaiah we saw early in revelation now we see it uh, actually coming to fulfillment in revelation 21 um, that's why this is a, one of the most glorious chapters in the Bible. We went from the most controversial in chapter 20, and now we're into the most glorious chapter in all the, all the Bible. Death will be no more, right? This talked about 1 Corinthians 15 talks about that too. It said, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. And we saw that the last enemy, right, was thrown down um, into the lake of fire. And we don't die anymore. How beautiful is that? That's the eternal life that's promised all throughout here. If you uh, dig back into verse 2 where it says, And I saw the holy city of New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned to her husband. I know Gus loves to teach on this part where he talks about the bride. Um, and what you see here, God is with us. Um, that reminds me of Emmanuel. Right, that we sing that in Christmas, right? We talk about Emmanuel. Well, that means God with us, right? If you can see that in Isaiah 7 14, it says, Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. All the way back in Isaiah, obviously looking forward to the virgin birth of Jesus Himself, that was literally God in flesh, God with us. And now we see that comes to fruition in this chapter where we actually get to see Emmanuel and be living with us in this new heaven, this new earth. Matthew 1.23 talks about this. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. So the scripture literally shows us right there what exactly this means. Is that just not awesome? And uh, it talks about we'll be his people, he'll be our God, right? Uh, all the way back to Leviticus says I will make my dwelling among you and my soul shall not harbor you so we saw that you know in the dwelling among the Israelites in the, in the in the temple but now it's actually there's no temple he's actually out there in the open with us and really if you think about it that 
New Jerusalem comes down as a cube, and it is the Holy of Holies. The whole city is the Holy of Holies, as we're in there in the Holy of Holies with God, God with us. We're his people, and he's our God. Is that just not just phenomenal? And you look here at verse 21, going to 5 and 6, it says, And he was seated at the, on the throne. Behold, I am making all things new. Also, he said, write this down, for the words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. I'm the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. And uh, wow, we've seen that. We saw that back on chapter 16 of Revelation 2, where it says, the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne saying, it is done. This is why a lot of these chapters probably overlap a little bit, right? Where you see chapter 21 here, where it kind of goes back to chapter 16. Um, where you saw the seventh bowl, where it was done, right? Well, it was done to, done to get to this new heaven and this new earth. And then you think about the Alpha and Omega. That's throughout the Bible. And uh, you can see it all the way back in Isaiah again in 41, where it says, says uh, 41 forces, Who has performed and done this, calling the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, the first and the last, I am He. Right, so he told us he was the first and the last way back in the Old Testament. Um, we see this in other places as well in Isaiah 44, 6, where it says, Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me there is no God. And it says it throughout the whole Bible, that there is only one God. So you better have that right God. That's the first commandment. There shall have another gods before me. And that true God is Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's very, very important to understand that there's a lot of false religions out there that teach there's multiple gods or the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are separate gods. No, it's they're one God. They're there at creation. They, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are the, be, are the beginning, the Alpha and the Omega. It's important to understand that. Isaiah 48, 12 even talks about it. it. says, Listen to me, O Jacob and Israel, whom I call. I am He. I am the first. I am the last. Whew, beautiful stuff, huh? And then even Jesus talks about that as well. And we saw in Revelation chapter 2, it says about Jesus, and to the angel of the church of Smyrna write the words of the first and last who died and came to life. It's talking about Jesus. Jesus is the first and last. This just shows the Trinity. It shows the power of this omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent God has always existed. That's the, he was the first cause. Nothing could exist if something didn't already exist before it. So something had to exist eternally, always existed. That's the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. They always have existed. An important concept, especially to the atheists and to the people saying, what's the first cause? Well, the first cause is God. The first cause was the creator who's always existed. It's very important to understand that. And then even in chapter 22, we'll get to um, on Thursday, it says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And there's Jesus talking again. So that's two confirmations that Jesus is, it was there at the beginning and the end, just like God the Father. Very important. And then you get into the, this talks about uh, the sea no, seas no more, but then it, but that doesn't mean there's not water, because there's all kinds of water that are, that are here that we'll see as we get into this um, as well. So it says, the one who, uh, where is that? It says, it's done, the Alpha Domain, to the thirsty I will give the spring of water of the life without payment. So, so we saw earlier the seas were gone, right? Um, but that's what, that, that was the sea where the beast came out of, right? So that's gone. 
but there's going to be water. There's going to be actually living water. There's going to be spring of the water of life without payment. Completely free water that doesn't have fluoride in it. <laughs> it doesn't have the coronavirus in it, right? It doesn't have snake poison in it. It's a completely clean water that keeps us alive forever. Um, how beautiful is that? Um, watch the water, right? And then now we get to look to the water uh, that we get to have in this new Jerusalem, in this new earth, in this new heaven. Um, we see back here in the Revelation 20, no, in 20, next we'll talk about the, this as well. It talks about the river of life as well in 22.1, what we'll talk about on Thursday. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, brightest crystal flowing from the throne of God in the Lamb. Can you imagine? Whew! How beautiful this is going to be. And uh, if you, this kind of reminds me, going back to Isaiah 55 a little bit too, it says, Compassion of the Lord. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. See how Isaiah 61 was pointing to this very time where there was everybody was thirsty and you can and they have and here you get this water without cost beautiful verse 7 um, of this chapter gets into the one who conquers will have this heritage and it will be his god and he will be my son and it's talking about the one who conquers here again right the one who conquers and this is all over revelation Right, you saw it all throughout the churches what it was talking about, the one who conquers and they give you all these promises. Not that we have time to hit them all, but I'll just hit a few of them here. Where it says, um, and, and each of these, oh, that's the wrong, that's the wrong verse. Let me grab the right one here. This is a, in, in all in Revelation chapter two and three, you see this when it talks about the, the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is the paradise of God. So here's all these promises that were early in Revelation. Now we're seeing the fulfillment right here. And each of the churches had these. It said, the one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death, right? And here's another one that that, uh, to, that was to the church of Pergamon that said that, that here, and everyone, the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna and I will give him a white stone and a new name written on the stone that no one knows except for the one who receives it. All these promises coming to fulfillment right here in chapter 21. And uh, the last one I'll go over until we get to some more music and, and, and we'll sing some more. As it says, but as for the cowardly, and this gets into um, obviously the, the, the lake of fire, right? And the second death, clearly, clearly shown that the second death is the lake of fire. Um, verse nine gets into, uh, then he came one of the seven angels who had seven bowls full of the seven last plagues and spoke to me saying, come and I'll show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And the same, uh, this, is the, this is the same angel who in chapter 17 said, then come of the seven angels who had, then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and said to me, come, I will show you the judgment of the great prostitute who's seated at many waters. So this prostitute, so the same angel who shows him the prostitute is gonna show you the direct opposite of the bride, right? And that's what we'll get into next after we sing a few more songs to just celebrate this awesome, awesome God that we have. And we're, he is just so worthy. And that's why we're gonna sing with the song, uh, Worthy. I don't know, Annette, if you can read this, Worthy of it all. Yes, I will. 
all the saints and angels, they bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God and sing. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. Revelation 4.10 For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You are, are worthy, Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you have created all things. like uh, and that just cut out there <clears throat> but the other part oh, go ahead Arise. okay for from the rising of the sun even to its setting my name i'm sorry now there is a shot there <laughs> yeah, my name will be great among the nations and every among the nation. incense is going to be offered to my name malachi yes. 1 11 remember the incense are the prayers of the saints that's he is so worthy of this Amen.
still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. John 
love this music. <laughs> and boy, just um, worthy of it all. And then uh, that, that that beautiful song there as well, just, uh, just kind of points to this whole um, Revelation chapter 21, right? Of the beauty that we're gonna see at the end. And, and uh, wow, we can look forward to this time, right? We don't need to regret it at all. Um, that's a beautiful part about this as well. Let's continue to dig into this a little bit. So again, the same be the same angel that showed the prostitutes now moves and shows him the bride. Um, isn't that just beautiful? And to, to, to see the contrast between the two, right? This blasphemous being versus this beautiful bride. And uh, remember, Jerusalem is the bride, and yet that is, many people think it's a literal description. Uh, others think it's like it's a symbol of, of our life in heaven for everybody that's redeemed. Um, but clearly, he talks about uh, the new Jerusalem being the bride. And uh, if you continue to read on verse 10, it says, And he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me a holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. And uh, this is similar to what Ezekiel, what happened to Ezekiel all the way back there, where in verse 40, where Ezekiel said, In the vision of the God, he brought me to the land of Israel, and he sent me down on a very high mountain on which he would, uh, was a structure like a city to the south. When he brought me there, behold, there was a man whose appearance was like bronze with a linen cord and a measuring reed in his hand, and he was standing in the gateway. So you can see this vision that he had was very similar about in this very high mountain as he's looking at this great, this structure like a city. Um, again, it just kind of shows you how all this scripture pulls together the Old Testament and the New Testament. And um, if you look, continue to continue just reading about uh, having the glory of God, it's radiance like most rare, rare jewels. And it starts listing all these jewels like a jasper clearest crystal. Uh, crystal. It had a great high walls and the 12 gates and the gates, 12 angels and the gates, the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of Israel were inscribed. That's interesting. There's a lot of discussion about what are those 12 names, right? We'll talk about that a little bit next week. And then the east three gates and the north three gates and then the south three gates and the west three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations and on them were the 12 names of the 12 apostles. So the 12 apostles, obviously Matthias replacing Judas, were the foundations, right? And we kind of see that. Uh, we can kind of go back to Ephesians 2.20 where it says, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the, the cornerstone. So the foundation of the apostles is, is, is actually happens in fulfillment right into the right into chapter 21 here in, in, in Revelation, <laughs> and uh, we look at chapter. I mean, look look into uh, verse 15, and the one who spoke with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city of its gates and walls. The city lies four square; its length is the same as its width, and he measured the city with his rod, 12,000 stadia, and the length of the width and height are equal. Yeah, and you can see this stadia right here. It's 1,380 miles. So if this is literal, now all this, these two things are divided by 12. So some people think it's more of just showing the perfection of it versus versus uh, potentially just uh, the exact measurements. But I don't know. There's a lot of literal stuff in this Bible, and I would like to take Revelation literal where it makes sense. And where it doesn't give you reason to, to be symbolic, why it could be exactly, exactly true. And 
Here's 18 inches or 45 centimeters is these, these walls width the, of all this stuff is the, and it's in, which is also an angel's measurement it's talking about here. Um, but if we look at this, uh, again, the entire city is the most holy place, right? It's just, just like you had, there's no temple here because you're in the Holy of Holies. How cool is that? And, and if you look at Ezekiel 41, 4, it says, And he measured the length of the room, 20 cubits in its breadth, 20 cubits across the nave. And he said to me, This is the most holy place. Right? So they're measuring that. Again, it was a cube. Right? And that's why this city comes down and there's no temple. And we're with God. Right? We're with Jesus. We're with the Holy Spirit. And uh, so therefore, that's pretty cool to think about that we get to be living in the Holy of Holies. And you can see uh, this is most likely the, the uh, I guess we're going to talk about tonight, um, the, the 12 tribes that are going to end up here is most likely the same that are, are talked about back in chapter 7 with the 144,000. We studied this back then where it's not the same as the original 12 tribes, right? And so there's a lot of theories about why this has changed, but this is the tribe of Judah and Reuben and Gad and Asher and Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. And uh, this is kind of flipped around a little bit. Uh, we dug into that back when we studied this. I'm not going to get into it again, but then you look at chapter, uh, verses 19 and 20 as we start wrapping this up. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with every kind of jewel. And it lists all these different uh, um, uh, jewels. And this resembles really what's on the high priest, their, their breastplates, right? It says, uh, you shall set in four rows of stones and rows of sardis, topaz and carbonacle shall be in the first row and the second row emerald and sapphire and diamond the third row so you can see a lot of these uh, are very similar to what was on the breastplate of the priest um, are part of uh, some of these same same um, same uh, beautiful beautiful uh, things God made right out of the earth and you can see here in Exodus 28 it also can touch on associated with the Eden you shall make settings of gold filigree and two chains of pure gold twisted with cords like you and you shall attach the corded chains to the settings so a lot of this stuff points back to some of the things in the Old Testament and uh, and I saw no temple in the city we were talking about that for its temple is the Lord God and the Almighty and the Lamb. We're in the Holy of Holies with them. Isn't that beautiful? And the city has no need of sun or moon or shining, for the glory of God gives it light. And its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. And uh, you know, a lot of people talk about who are these kings? Well, there's obviously not ones that rebelled, right? And, and he talks about us being a kingdom of uh, kings and priests, so could be could be talking about us, right? And its gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. So um, there's no night. So the so the evil that happens at night, right? <laughs> Covering for the robbers, there's gonna be no threat of that. They will bring in to it the glory and the honor of the nations. But nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb Book of Life. And um, 
Yeah, so the only other thing I was going to point to is Isaiah 63 where it talks about this, all these nations and kings, right? Back, it says, And the nations shall come to your light, and the kings into the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see they all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be carried on the hip, and you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and exult because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. I believe there may be a prelude for that when the great great uh, wealth transfer as well. That might be alluding to a little bit. But that is chapter 21. What a beautiful, beautiful chapter to show us what we look for with the new heaven and the new earth and the new Jerusalem where we are living in the Holy of Holies with Jesus and the Son. And tons of scripture that points to. Um, I just love that and that is fun. So now we're going to move to a couple more songs and see if anybody has a praise report. We'd love to have a praise report from anybody backstage. Um, and those of you in Rumble, let us know if you have something you're just uh, awesome. Uh, if, you're, if there's something that you want to share about what God's doing in your life, that would be awesome to, to, to share with us. And uh, right now we're going to get into... Let's see, what do we want to get into? How about, um, this is one of the newer songs and it's something that God really wanted me to emphasize in this time period is making sure we are putting first things first, right? Before I get to that, let me just kind of get a quick praise report from Teresa. Teresa, go ahead. If she can unmute. Hi. Hey. I have two praise reports. One, two of my little ones got um, baptized in church last Mm -hmm. Sunday. And they both need new Bibles, so I gotta give my gotta get them some Bibles. But they both got baptized, and I'm so excited for them. I'm so proud for them. And one of their mothers also got baptized. Woo! So That's I was great. like, "Yes, God!" So I'm giving a yay to God for that. And today I did all the way around the track at the gym, like I have been doing. And then I got on the new step, which is that cross-training piece of equipment. And I said, "I'll just go as long as I can." I did five miles. Whoa! Oh, I was so excited. So I got off and, and I could barely stand up. You keep setting records. I said, you want to walk some more? I went, nah, not, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> but I did five miles on that cross trainer. So that was pretty cool. So that's my praise report for today. That is just so good. And he's about to do so many fantastic things. And I just want everybody to keep their faith and keep their faith strong because there's all kinds of things and darts being thrown at all of us to keep us trying to make us anxious and fearful and there's nothing to fear at all our god has a plan that we may not understand but we don't need to understand we just need to keep our eyes up on him and our hands out to him and he will guide us and that's all we need amen thank you Teresa. that is so awesome I, I love your praise reports uh, it's a it's like they keep on rolling that's what I, that's what I love about him so uh, God just uh, continues to do awesome things through your legs and through your body as well as through your ministry to the kids it's just wonderful to hear this this song is about revelation since we're studying this it's worthy as a lamb who was slain out of revelation chapter 5 says, saying with a loud voice, worthy is a lamb who was slain, to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory. 
And then this gets into sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. And what's interesting about this uh, is that we see that the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb and they sang a new song. So in Revelation 5, 8 through 10, they're singing a new song, right? We're always singing new songs. That's why we continue to invest in this <laughs> to bring new songs to you that we haven't done videos on yet, right? You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold and you shall put the mercy seat on the top of the ark there. I will meet with you. So in the Holy of Holies, you had Exodus 25 where you had this mercy seat there. But what happened when Jesus came? Well, he became the mercy seat, right? He sat on it. So it's Hebrews 9, 11 to 12 says, when Christ appeared as a high priest, he entered once and for all into the holy places by means of his own blood and thus securing eternal redemption for us. Wow. And he is who was and is to come. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Let's worship to Revelation song. Worthy is there who was Thank you. 
Christ appears the high priest who enters once and for all the holy places by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. reports or prayer requests right now. I did see something that says praise yes. I'm trying to see who this is so um, I can get my glasses out for this one. Scruffy Lou. Praise yes. She's the office person. Nobody else will listen to me. I gave her a uh, okay so, so he's just, he's just a, I guess there's having a discussion here about sharing things and sharing Christ. I love it. I love it. Prayer request. So we do have a prayer request here for Paula. It says, please pray for Katie, the truck driver, and her family. Her husband foot turned almost black overnight, and he may lose part of it. And her mother was a has a bowel obstruction. Whoa, two things for Katie. So let's lift, lift those things up. And so, um, Manette, would you mind lifting those two, two things up for Katie? And I didn't know if you were raising your hand to pray for it or you had a prayer prayer request <laughs> I just saw that Elizabeth but uh, so this is Katie the truck driver husband's foot's black and they may lose part of it and her mother has a bowel obstruction you mind lifting that up uh, Annette he turned what did you say I'm sorry Rick her, her, he husband, turned. her, her husband's foot turned black over ah, her and husband's. he may lose part of his foot so let's pray against that oh oh okay. and then it's the first one once you take that one and then maybe elizabeth can take the second one and give her praise report the second part so just take and what was her name what was and the name this is this 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 is katie the truck driver backstage oh katie katie oh yes. oh, oh father father god we lift up katie to you and we lift up her husband and you know what this is all about and we know that in jesus we have the healing power in his stripes her husband is healed so we know that we have the healing power through jesus christ and we ask father god 
in the mighty name of Jesus. There is no higher name than Jesus Christ. So we ask in the name of Jesus Christ for healing power flowing into his foot and leg, Father God. Just flow with your Holy Spirit, with your mighty power, and just take this out, whatever it is. Just take it out, Father God, and let the doctors do what they can do as best, the best way. But Father God, through Jesus, he is the most powerful surgeon and doctor of all. So thank you, Jesus, that you will make his foot and leg just fine again, just well. Thank you, Lord. And whatever it is that makes this what happened, we just speak death to that, Father God, whatever it is. And then we speak life, your life, Jesus, in this foot and leg, your life, Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, we praise you for the praise report. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Amen, thank you. So, Elizabeth, do you mind um, lifting up uh, Katie's hus uh, mother who has a, a bowel obstruction? Yeah, Heavenly Father, we know that, and I come into agreement with that wonderful prayer from Annette, Lord Jesus, that we send this off to his foot and also to the obstruction we know that Jesus bore the curse curse for her therefore we forbid gross and tumors to inhabit her body the life of God within her dissolves gross and tumors and her strength and health is restored and every organ and tissue of her body functions in the perfection that God created it to function we forbid any malfunction in her body in Jesus mighty name your word is manifest in her body, causing growth to disappear. And um, Heavenly Father, we just give voice to your word, the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Jesus makes her free from the law of sin and death. And her life is energizing every, and your life is energizing every cell of her body. We just thank you for the working power that you are. Thank you for the, for the blessed assurance, Father God, that you are our salvation, but you are a healer. And we just give you praise and glory for the wonderful testimonies that will come out of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Elizabeth, did you have something that you would raise your hand for? I'm sorry. Yeah, I did have a crazy praise report. Um, God has got a sense of humor, that's for sure. Um, we had um, a, a sort of roaming alpaca and somebody got it delivered to his property and he's not very good with animals and it jumped the fence pretty quickly and it's been on the road for three weeks mm. and so everyone's uh, this guy was just denying ownership of this alpaca kind of washed his hands of it um and the poor owners were distraught because they were trying mm. to capture it wow and um so yesterday this has been like three weeks and yesterday the lord just i uh, fasting and god just told me go look for her and um I thought, okay, so I contacted the owners on Messenger and said, look, I'll go, you know, can I help you in any way? I'm just going to look for her. Um, and they weren't, she wasn't where they told me that she'd be, not that I really knew that. But 
but I thought okay so I went out on my little quad bike and um, it was amazing because God just kind of told me where to turn where to look because we've got it's, it's probably a hundred acres I guess I'm, it's wow. a reserve looking and there's lots of other houses there and she was into jumping fences she just kept jumping fences so nobody could contain her um, and then the ranger was getting involved they were suggesting to shoot her and oh my gosh it was becoming quite horrible for the owners um, because they wanted to do the right thing and get her back because this other guy just, you know, he just yeah. and, and so within about 10 minutes I found her God kept telling me to turn this way turn that way <laughs> and I thought oh she's with three other alpacas um, so I took a picture and sent it to the lady she said that's definitely her and I thought, well, she's on a property that says do not enter, otherwise, you know, you'll meet some some sort of not very good end. So I thought, oh, yeah. dear, okay. <laughs> and then I kind of rode the bike over and I saw a lady at the house on the ground quite a way away. So I was waving to her frantically. And she didn't think I was crazy. So she came over to talk to me. And it was her. It was the missing alpaca. We'd been there for about a week. Mm-hmm. And, and not only that, as we were talking, um, she's awake. It was just amazing. Oh, awesome. You found somebody close to you that's awake. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, she's sort of constantly, so um, it's, a, it's a few kilometers away. But, oh, right. God, it's, so, it was just a happy ending. So, hopefully, they're going to catch her today. But they'll have more hope of doing that because we'll, we'll be there too. But at least she's happy and safe, not shot or yeah. not sort of by dogs, which happens. So, yeah, God, God is so good. It was quite oh, funny. That's awesome. That's great. And then hopefully you have another friend there that you can talk talk with. Her, that's ah, least, so exciting. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's awesome. So Jeremiah, go ahead. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me, Rick? Yeah, we got you. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. I, this praise report is from maybe, you know, 10 days ago or so. But, uh, you know, um, I guess about 15, 16, 17 years ago, I met my wife and she lived, she lived here in this little town that I live in now, you know, and she made me move to this little town. She said she wasn't going to marry me or move in with me unless I moved to this <laughs> right. town. She had you, so, didn't she? She had your yeah, heart. Yeah, she had me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so I moved here, and we bought a house here and stuff, and, and there's this little hill that, that, that when you're coming into this little town, you have to come over this little hill, and when you're on top, you can, you can see the whole town. That's right before you come into the town, and you know, she told me how she felt every time she left this little town. She always told me how she felt when she came back to the town, how driving over that hill made her feel, made her feel like she was home, you know. And that always, that always stuck with me. I always loved that about her. You know, she was a little sentimental about this little town. And the other day I was uh, going to the local grocery store and uh, I was walking through, I was walking down the aisle, he just come in the door. And they had this poster of this transgender guy dressed in blue with long fingernails with his finger in his mouth. And it just made me sick, Mm -hmm. you know, and I and I went over there. I walked past it at first, Rick, and then, you know, I walked over there and I grabbed that poster and I and I and I took it down, you know, and I ripped it in a bunch of pieces and I threw it in the trash, you know, and. And it just made it made me sick that that stuff is coming into my little town. Yeah. And I, be, I belong to this little Facebook group or whatever, and it's 
a private group. It's unmoderated, so they say, you know, unmoderated. So I took pictures of what I did, and I posted it on that group. I never do stuff like that. I'm not the social media guy. I'm not that guy. I'm never trying to, you know, search mm-hmm. out likes or whatever. But the responses that I got, you know, were just, uh, you know, some of them were incredible, man. Some of them were incredible. Some of them were were congratulating me for doing what I had done, and they were on the same page. And there was a few, there was about 20% of the people that were just, you know, completely leaning left, you know, way left, and that I was transphobic and all this stuff. Right. You know, and then a lot of people started accusing me of vandalism, you know, and somebody got on there, and she says, she she started sticking up for me. And she says we're commanded to tear down the altars of Baal, <laughs> you know. And it was just you know, it was amazing, man, to have people, you know, really jump in and defend our Lord and Savior, you know. And uh, I just thought that that was amazing, you know. I, I really think it was about an eighty twenty split, mm-hmm. you know, just what you know one oh seven says about we're about eighty twenty. I heard Jan Harper Hayes say it, that we're at 80-20. And I just wanted everybody to know, man, I really think that, you know, we are the silent majority. And, uh, you know, so just with that little that little uh, escapade that I went through, you know, I really can back that up. About 80% of this country is ready and sick and tired and fed up with what the left is pushing. You know, and they've only got about 20%. And I wouldn't even think that all 20% is, is you know, is pushing them or agreeing with them. So it's just a very small percentage. It's just that they're in control of, you know, the media and stuff. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, to come on and say that, to raise everybody's spirits. You know, we are the silent majority, you know. So, Amen. you know, praise, praise God, man. Praise God and praise Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for waking us all up and, you know, we just rebuke that stuff, and men be men, and you know, don't be women. Don't dress as women. Read Deuteronomy. Pick up your Bible. <laughs> you know, and just usher in. Let's usher in this new kingdom in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So I thought you were going to finish up with your driving home after tearing it up, and you go went over the hill, right? Or <laughs> <laughs> no? Well, it just made, it made it personal to me. Like this is my little town, you know. Yeah. You know, and that stuff is coming into my little town, and that's yeah. what really made me, you know, really made me stand up. Because I walked past it at first, you know, right. and then Dude, I went back and I said, town. "No, this is my little town," right. you know. And so I just, <laughs> I love that. I love that. What are you studying there, Gus? Are you, are you studying for something there? <laughs> uh, what I'm doing actually is putting new tabs in my Bible because I got so beat up I couldn't find them. So I'm kind of. I love this Bible because I got it so marked up and everything. I hate yeah. to do it. All right. So now you got the. Now, now you can get to Revelation real quickly, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was wondering if you're doing something like that. I love it. I love it. So, hey, we're wrapping up uh, here. I wanted to just invite anybody um, uh, for, to a couple things, and we'll we'll have uh, another song. We'll actually we have time to get to to uh, praise. I mean, any more prayer requests that we need to pray for. So let us know. Um, but I wanted to also just let you know that this ministry uh, would be love to have you uh, with us. Uh, again, it's not the time to be isolated. 
as these attacks and everything to, to be with and uh, just like a uh, Elizabeth found a, a, a friend that was awake, right? You want to find a lot of awake people all on one platform, come to the neighborhood, right? So we have the neighborhood.social. That's where I put my blog of God speaking with me. And that's where um, a lot of the other 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 uh, backstagers are putting their uh, experiences they're having as they're starting to hear more clearly from the Lord. It's where we have Zoom groups that meet uh, off times uh, from here. Um, so if you really want to have a Facebook replacement, for uh, people that are of like-minded, come to the neighborhood, neighborhood.social. So again, that would be uh, where I also put in some videos during the week of, of what I'm up to. I think you really will enjoy that whole platform. It's where we can chat with each other, just like Facebook Messenger. So pretty much everything you can do on Facebook, and just as easy as Facebook, is where we are congregating. Go to neighborhood.social or download it on your phone. So there's an app for uh, neighborhood.social. Just search neighborhood.social on your Google phone or your Apple uh, phone. I mean, your Apple phone on the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. Okay. All right. I'll just uh, say it's the place where you can uh, put your faith to work. Amen. Or prove your faith by your work. Start a group. Do your mm -hmm. own thing. Yeah. Right. It's good. Blink's part of the strategy of this future ministry too. Right? Is that we are uh, going to assemble people there, uh, train people, equip the saints, equip you. Um, we have, uh, and if you just go to blessedteach.com, you'll see everything this ministry offers, including the show notes that are free and the front page there. And you can go to Backstage, which is now a pay-forward model. Um, it's also where you can find the donations tab for those of you who want to be partners with us. We're going to roll out a new partner program. It's going to really make sure you keep engaged and you understand what's going on in this ministry. You feel part of the ministry. Um, and uh, that'll be that'll be a big part of what we do going forward. Uh, the Lord literally told me that I am delaying people reaping because I don't have that program going. So, you know, Jeremiah is going to be who just gave that uh, wonderful uh, praise report is going to be helping me pull that up together. We uh, and so so we're going to be obedient and get that partnering program out soon. So, we have a big vision for old, for training all these groups to be ready for all the hurting people. Once they wake up, they're going to be shocked. You know, we've we've some of us have taken five, six, ten years to wake up, right? And they're going to wake up overnight, and they're going to be devastated when they find out the truth of what's going on, what's going on with the vaccine, what's going on with their, why they lost their loved ones, why 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 their body's failing them, right? They're going to need emotional and uh, and and physical healing, as well as transformation of their souls to the Lord, right? So we need to be there with the groups, ready for them. And that is what uh, the whole neighborhood and the whole uh, the whole uh, group Zoom sessions are all about. We're going to be equipping the saints for that. So we'll be put a whole new category for the people that really want to do that. It's going to be biblically based discipling groups that are ready to help the hurting. Right? That's a big part of what we're going to do. We're also going to be prepared for any 24-hour type revival that we want to have here, future uh, physical events as well, and really uh, putting God first and allowing us to get the word out about his love and uh getting ready for that new earth and new heaven and new jerusalem that we just studied right <laughs> uh with that we're gonna go to um one last song and we'll we'll uh again pray for anybody that needs any any uh prayer support so right here this is hosanna um i don't know gus you want to try to read this one you take, I don't know if I, but buggy from your project. This is Hosanna. No I need a, little, need a little break anyway. Okay. <laughs> Hosanna, Hosanna. 
eyes, hearts, and hopes are turning to you. We long for you. Let's see. We've got Matthew 21.9. And the crowds were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And then the second verse we find here. We find strength to face the day in your presence. All our fears are washed away. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 says that according to his riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with the power through his spirit in your inner being. And the third Ooh. verse is uh, you are the God who saves us worthy all our praises in first peter 1 3b says he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of jesus christ from the dead mm -hmm. there's the lord a lot to chomp on there yes so he's a it's god who saves us he's a we'll find strength to face today in the presence of our fears but uh, Hosanna, remember that means thank you, God, for saving us in the New Testament. Praise is rising, eyes are turning to you. We turn to you.
night so was it, did I miss any prayer requests on backstage let me know see if we can knock those out before we wrap up here um, I don't think we did but I'll just uh, I'll probably just end with a prayer overall for everyone that's listening um, this has been a beautiful night um, boy just just studying Revelation 21 and knowing about the new heaven and new earth and the new Jerusalem is so beautiful night where we avoid that second death we're, and last last week we talked about uh, the first resurrection that we're most likely going to be part of, right? Uh, how beautiful is that going to be, right? Um, but let me just lift this up and uh, everything that's going on here. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's pretty intense, but we just live by faith and not sight, right? So let me let me lift this up, Heavenly Father. We just pray before you. We ask that you. Just do amazing things through your remnant, right? As we just submit to you, spend time with you alone um, in your word, praise and worship you. Lord, thank you to just show us what your ways are and that we'll choose your ways and not our ways. And we will we'll understand your thoughts as we renew our minds completely in the word of God and allow to be able to alignment with you. May the body of Christ come to alignment with you completely and use us. That's clay, as, we're the, as you are the potter. Make us the workman of your hand, Lord. And right now, we also pray for all the Lord's people as you ask us to do in Ephesians 6.18. Pray for all the Lord's people, especially I lift up President Trump right now and all the White Hats across the world doing, uh, fighting battles against your enemies. Lord, and we just ask for not only the, your Lord's people across this earth, but also the future people that are gonna come to you in this great, in this great exodus and this great harvest, Lord. We pray that you protect them, guide them, allow us to know exactly what steps to take so that we can be on your path at all times, Lord. And we bind the rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world by the name of Jesus, the name above all names, and by the blood he shed for us, by the power and authority of his blood and his name. We call those, the, 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 the whole spirit of deception to be decimated by the spirit of truth. And we loose that spirit of truth upon this earth, across all these nations, we loose the angels of all ranks and divisions to make our path straight. Lord, for each of us, 
needs of the Lord's people to be able to make our path straight, Lord. We also loose the Lion of Judah to come back for justice in this land. We need justice so badly, Lord. Thank you for that. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for being our refuge. We cannot wait to be used by you as a vessel. We love you and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. This is uh, uh, this is what we do Mondays and Thursdays. Um, usually we have a little bit more praise and prayer uh, because I had to get I had to get that this uh, Revelation chapter um, taught and and finish that up on Thursday. Okay, and then then join us also on Sunday where we'll be uh, celebrating Yom Kippur, which is the Jew I like I call it the biblical um, most holy day. We're in the 10 days of awe right now between the new beginnings of Rosh Hashanah, right? The biblical new year, the Feast of Trumpets, all the way into Yom Kippur. And we'll talk about and teach on that on Sunday night. I mean, Sunday morning, 10 a.m., okay? And then uh, obviously we'll we'll, uh, we'll also be teaching on the book of John on Word and Worship on Friday with Gus. We'll be resuming that as well as we took a break last Friday as we taught on Rosh Hashanah. So don't miss those uh, shows. I think you'll really enjoy those. We love you all. And if all the uh, backstagers whip mine unmuting and saying goodbye. See ya. God bless. Bye. Bye, guys. Good Bye. 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 Shalom. 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 Right now, turn it on YouTube or Rumble Live right now. All right. Hallelujah. Okay. Glory to God. Revival thing going on. The twenty second this month. Well, all right. Love <laughs> y'all. Love you guys. Bye, Bye guys. Y'all got that good evening. See ya. Bye, Australia. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bye, Ned. Better guys. Bye, Linda. Bye. Bye. See ya. God bless. Great evening. Great morning. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom.